1: Clear. Welcome to Door Bumper Clear presented by Offerpad. I am Freddie Kraft and we are back from a nice quiet Sunday at Las Vegas where really not much happened at all. We'll talk Lugano winning to advance to Phoenix, Kurt Busch retiring, NASCAR penalizing Custa for race manipulation, and Bubba Wallace versus Kyle Larson. Jason, let's roll.
3: Nobody's listening, but I don't care. I'm on an episode of Door Bumper Clear.
2: Hey everyone, I'm TJ Majors, spotter of the six cup car,
3: the 6.8 Xfinity this weekend and uh, short weekend. Short weekend, Brett Griffin, spotter for College Racing, fresh off the land where there is no such thing as fresh air. Las Vegas, Nevada, where it's filled with the smell of cigarettes, <laughs> weed, and dirt. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Freddie Krass? Potter, Bubba Wallace,
1: and Landon Castle this week. Did you say a, John underneath yet? I, I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about short weekend because it seems like it's pretty long for me. But what's I mean, up, Casey? Oh yeah, Wait, oh. she's just
2: late. Oh. Where's she at today? In many ways, we don't know. Mystery. She just said I'm not coming. She said it last week, but she didn't say where. Oh, that's kind of. She's probably yes, a Punta Canna or somewhere. Poon to the canna. what? How'd that go? <laughs> what does she call that thing? Like Oh God. That's a great the, question. The baby moon or whatever. What what was Oh the... yeah. Last time it was a baby moon,
1: they went Yeah. Out. What is this one? I don't know. Are they on vacation? I don't think they're no, on vacation. Maybe it's her birthday month.
3: Happy birthday month. <laughs> I know Chad was racing. Maybe she went racing with Chad. Ah. Uh, I bet maybe. she contributes a lot when she does that. Oh yeah. She's, I can't imagine she's, how much <laughs> speed she brings to the table. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so anything exciting happened this week? Oh, man, Las Vegas, always exciting. How much money did you win? Did you play the slots? Oh uh, you uh, stick 100 uh, in? You got a free room. Surely to God, you contribute I something. I a free room. Um, uh, you, I did okay, lose some so money. you paid for your hotel room in Las Vegas. In ways, yeah. TJ paid for it.
2: In ways, I, he said. I, I, I lost money at the casino, <laughs> and it pissed me off. And why it pissed me off is because my favorite slot is the Wheel of Fortune slot. Okay. I sit down there, and I go over there, and... <laughs> Long story short, here Lars is sitting there with his wife. <laughs> yep. I'm start. I put a hundred bucks in and I'm like, oh, i could get spin the wheel at least once or twice, maybe win. now nah. she hit it like five times. I'm looking at like, not one time. I was so damn mad because all you want <laughs> to do is spin the wheel when you That's play all. wheel, and it doesn't even matter. Like, you just want to spin the wheel. And she spun out a watch, oh, yeah, in like five minutes.
1: Yeah. Like, it was like, and she's already rich. It sucked, so I just contributed.
3: <laughs> it, sucked. I just, it sucked. I will man. give TJ
1: credit. TJ did come have a beer with us on uh, what night was
3: it? Saturday night, I guess. We had yeah. Dinner? I like that little restaurant and there, Holston's It's That's oh, the that yeah. one we went to a lot. Good it's burger. Yeah, yeah, really good yeah. burgers up there. That's cool. Did You do anything fun other than that? You didn't even stay in a casino. I How know. do you go to Vegas and not stay in a casino? Twenty three eleven is really doing it up on your travel.
1: Let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, the place we were at was really nice, and it was. I guess. I guess it must be part Vador's of the Part of Aria. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like right a little across what this little. It? It's, a, it's like a condo right yeah, of Aria. it's nice uh, but yeah there's no I was like oh I saw it come out in the itinerary I was like oh Vidar I never heard of it looked it up on the map I'm like oh it's right there where everything else was we got there I'm like Where's the casino? There's not a casino <laughs> not here. A like, <laughs> but there's also no cigarette smoke yeah, in there. Yeah, there is no cigarette smoke there. They got a nice bar. Everything. I mean, it was nice. It's just rare rare to be at a at a hotel without a casino out there. I want to yeah. get
2: out there to get something
1: neat. Nah. Yeah, no, nah, you're not. They had, like a, they had like a little market in there, but
3: that, that was it. There's a Starbucks and like this little like. Yeah, late night you don't look like a little sandwich. market type no, of guy. <laughs> no. a, a friend of ours that's a retired driver, um, we were at Watkins Glen and he was running around. He's actually a Hall of Famer. And he told me a story about he hit a slot for $97,000 a week before. And I was like, damn, I'm going to go play some slots. Well, you can't play for a penny and expect to win any money. Mm-mm. So I sit down at this $10 slot, and I feed it 100 bucks, and I'm like, all right, Give me some spins right here. Well, I pressed that button that says max lines. No, was that's it, what, what I did. broke. It was ninety dollars for one spin. Oh, so I did that seven hundred dollars worth. And TJ, I did the you same thing. In high you limit did a deal. Yeah, yeah. High oh, limit. Oh, that's bad. I didn't. I didn't so much as win a free beer. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the lady didn't get back uh, my beer, and I was out of money. I, I had a guy I used to work for. He played, and
1: I think this is what the guy you're talking about plays uh High limit slots, which was it was three hundred dollars a pull. Oh, that's and, a lot. And uh, I was it was one of, one of my old bosses, and he was going to a, we were he was picking me up for a race the next day. We were going to Turkey Derby, and he, I called him. I said, "What time are you come and pick me up?" He's like, oh, I'll be there, or whatever." And I said, well, "How you doing?" He said, "I'm up like twenty seven thousand dollars." I was like, What's "Oh," all? <laughs> I was like, "I was like that's I mean that's a good day, you know." So by the time I said, "All right, I'm going to bed. I'll see you when you get here." I got in the car. I said, how'd it go? He said, oh, I'm down. I'm down like 30 grand. I was like, damn. I said, well, that's not bad because you were up 27. So you're only down like three. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, 57000 And
3: then another 30. And I was like, okay, oh, I'm yeah. going to throw up now. Just so my, my favorite Vegas story is we were out there for Super Bowl week. Elliot would always take a group of us for Super Bowl weekend. And I'm telling you, there's nowhere more fun to be Super Bowl week than Vegas. The Super Bowl itself can't touch the Super Bowl week in Vegas. But well, we're out there, and I lost literally all my money the first night. I had a couple basketball bets that were out there at a the sports book. I ended up netting $50. So I came out of the sports book. I looked at my three other buddies. Elliot was already back in the room sleep. And I was like, hey, let's all put 50 bucks together, stick it in a slot machine, see what happens. They're like, Brett, you only got 50 bucks left. I was like, yeah, no sh-t. So what's the difference? I might as well not have any. We stuck $200 in a slot machine. We hit it for $100,000 on the third pull. I went home with $32,000 that year. Wow, you were one of them. I was. But I wish I wouldn't have had to borrow my buddy's money because I don't want it all. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love I love Vegas. I love doing different things out there. I will tell you guys if you're listening, go to Resorts World, go to Carver Steak, get the rib cap. Best steak I think I've ever had in my life. And if you get a chance, go see Lionel Richie. His show is, uh, is amazing. It's at the Win. I got tickets to it last minute on Thursday night. And holy cow, he's a stud. Is that better than Katy Perry? Is that the only show you're recommending from the weekend? He was <laughs> much better than Katy Perry. Now Katy Perry's show was really ah, cool. That's a lot coming from you. Well, Lionel Richie standing out there telling stories and singing for an hour and a half. He did say I've been doing this for 147 years <laughs> to start the show, which I thought was pretty funny. But he uh he 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 was awesome. Love Las Vegas. I love coming home from Las Vegas as well though. Oh, uh, yeah. The well, flight, my flight was rough last night. Not rough. It just took, feel like it took forever. I think it always
2: does from there, no matter what. And then you I, get home and I can't I was, sleep.
1: I don't know what I was thinking about it. Jason Jarrett said next to me on the plane. I got down. I said, Are we stopping? You think? And he's like, Yeah, probably. I would assume so. And I said, Well, I don't get it. Like, why we didn't stop last time we were in Phoenix. And he's like, Yeah, I don't <laughs> worry, we're not in Phoenix. So I was like,
3: That makes sense. Good I, point. That's why we wouldn't stop. Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Only one long flight left. Oh hey, there's, yeah. only, there's only three more shows after this. <laughs> yeah. I know it's going three by quick races. now. Yeah. Are we doing a Christmas show, Jason?
0: Yeah, Tyler Riddick's probably got to come on for the Christmas show
1: because he
2: did oh, it
3: last got, year. It was oh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. that was oh, fun. Sweet. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna Uber to that. Okay, good. I'm gonna Uber two in from that. I, I love <laughs> when, our elf, when the elves come on, <laughs> 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 he's gonna get he put put a big Christmas on on tree on the, the, he of the table. He walked up to me in the
2: garage because I picked him, and he's like. If you jinxed me, I'm like, I probably did. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's how it goes, man. We're
1: not talking about picks. Uh, we'll get to uh, that scandal yeah. later. But, scandal. Um, so Dale's
0: Sc- recording his show today. He wore a DBC shirt on his did show. He? So he was appeal. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Where do I get that heard? So, uh, that was very nice of him. Mm.
2: That's good. That's nice. Uh, apparently, the Dell Jr. download should be pretty good, too, because... He pulled a little DBC content in there.
0: Yeah, there's uh, Lego hairs on the download today. So if you uh, know that, they uh, let
2: Eric know that he had nice Lego hair. Wait, which what I'm, I'm jealous. Eric's here. got great hair. What, what do you think about the fact that TJ said he has Lego hair?
0: He's like, he took it as a compliment. Uh, that's he good. Enjoyed. I'm jealous of it. Well, well, we well, but well, when
3: are you going to send out the little app thingy that you used to show me the display of him having Lego hair? Oh, you because want me you to actually, show you the, the you, you, video you, you, of like you, it
2: me pulling it on there? You yes. can't tell the difference no, when I, I w- put it on. I it want to you. you to tweet the video. I, I, maybe I can. I could probably figure out how to do that. You can. You're a techie guy.
3: <laughs> You've been pretty good with videos this week. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of video. <laughs> Man, talk about uh, things that yeah. Let's not talk about it. You no, know, we could start if you want. Uh, no, no, I don't it's, think it's you, not you, just our just place th- Let me just about. give all you guys a tip. Uh, let me just give you a tip and obviously this i hate talking about inside jokes on here but this is really an inside joke because it was a public thing i don't know make sure you turn your camera off before you post the video (laughs) because sometimes you you continue to record and you things end up on there (laughs) naked that you don't mean to end up out there okay now, personally it was great for all of us, but not so great for I don't think they really cared, to be honest with you. Maybe not. Uh it was it
1: was it was pretty funny.
0: All right, before we get started, let's hear a little bit more about
3: our presenting sponsor, OfferPat. There's only one choice to make it when it comes to buying or selling a home. The easiest and most convenient way to get your move on is with our friends at OfferPat. Need to
2: move quickly? Offerpad can make that happen. Take five minutes to get the process started by logging on to
3: offerpad.com and completing the form about your home. You'll start by answering a few basic questions about your home and then submit it to OfferPad. The real estate experts will then get to work on your competitive cash offer.
1: You'll receive that offer in your inbox within 24 hours and you have full control over what happens next. If you take that free, no obligation cash offer, it means no showings and a
3: free local move. Who doesn't love free? You can also list your home the easy way with OfferPad. They'll get your home show ready with free services like deep cleaning, handyman help, and more. We just
1: raced in Las Vegas, and after a weekend there, I think I want to buy a home out there. You can buy or sell your home there, too, and OfferPad is the way to do it. This is the important part, Freddie. When asked what you heard about OfferPad,
2: select the NAthcrops so know we sent you.
0: Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you
3: disagree. Spot off. Oh, uh, Here we f-ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ, um,
0: uh, uh, there's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. First topic: Bubba Wallace wrecks and fights Kyle Larson after Larson ran him up the track and into the wall off Turn Four on lap ninety
2: six. TJ, spot on, spot off. That that first of all, that was not a fight. Um, that was not a fight. I am uh, spot off for the reaction. Um, and if Freddie is not this way, you are going to move into my what an idiot award winning winner. Um. But, you know, I do think Bubba had a reason to be mad. I think we're racing and accidents happen, and it doesn't give you a right to tee off on somebody like that. Um, Especially at these tracks where we're going super fast and, you know, we're dealing with injuries to people and you're severely raising that risk when you pull a move like that. That's the problem I got with it. And you just... I feel like there was so many steps forward taken this year um, to being a legitimate contender, you know, week in and week out. And then something like this happens and it just it knocks the wind out of your sails. Kind of. I mean, we've been on the receiving end of Bubba making a mistake. Fontana Bubba made a mistake, wrecked us. We didn't. Does that give Brad a right to go tee off on him? I don't think so. But we're all racing. We're all trying. I don't think Kyle tried to wreck him. I don't think. um, I mean, that's. You got it. You know as well as anybody these things. If you got if you can pass a guy, you got to get there. I mean, it's a huge gain if you can. But obviously, he overstepped his bounds a little bit, put Bubba in a bad spot, maybe forced him into the wall a little bit. But doesn't I don't think that deserves to be right hooked on a straightaway. Do you suspend him? <clears throat> no, I don't think you suspend him. It, it, this isn't the first time this has happened this year, but I do think that the severity of it is pretty bad at a mile and a half track like that, where we've been dealing with incidents. And we, we're not doing, this isn't a, this isn't a road course or something where you're slower. And, um, you know, there's, I I think it's, I just think it's a bad scenario.
3: I don't think it's right to to do that. I personally praised Kyle Larson years ago about how at that moment in time, I felt like he was the show. I felt like he was the most exciting thing on the racetrack. And yesterday, he made one of those Kyle Larson moves that gets you excited. He shot three wide to the bottom. He did not get clear in three and four. And Kyle Larson did something that we don't see him do a lot. He ran out of talent. And he pushed Bubba up the hill and into the wall. And it was a, in my mind, a racing incident, right? Take it for no more, no less than that. Did it screw Bubba? Yeah. Did it end his day? I don't know. Because with those bodies... They're yeah. so damn tough. Man, they'll come right back. I mean, I mm-hmm. saw guys at the end of the race pounding the wall. I mean, A.J. Amendinger ran McDowell into the wall Dude, in a very similar fashion.
2: Truex off a of two early in the race. I'm like, oh, he's going to be dumped. Smoked ah.
3: it off a of two. But if you don't break anything under the body, Bubba could continue on. He was leading the race, one stage one, right? Uh, had a fast car. And then, man, he lost his mind. That's what I think. And, and when he lost his mind, he made a lot of mistakes. The first one was... He took a left, and he took out himself and Kyle Larson. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. If I'm going to wreck somebody, the last thing i want to do is wreck myself. Then his the second mistake he made was he walked across a racetrack that is supposed to be closed. After the dirt track incident where the guy lost his life, we had a rule that you cannot be on the racing surface unless it is a full-blown, your car's on fire emergency. Then he decided he was going to go confront Kyle Larson to where he started pushing him repeatedly and obviously Kyle wanted nothing to do with that right the fourth thing was he went on the, on the interview I was told I didn't see this part then he said his steering broke are you buying that TJ? No 100% <laughs> I'm not buying that either the So wheel so, turned left after he went straight so. so here's where I'm at on this whole thing well, it's it's the timing for Bubba Wallace couldn't be worse it's been a long time since he had what I would consider Freddie a bad look the last time I remember him having a bad look, and look they all have this happen Um, was when he did a little thing with Alex Bowman when Bowman was sitting down by the car. I felt like that was a bad look for Bubba Wallace, and it probably took a little bit of a hit on his reputation, right? But when I look at this thing and and the way this whole thing played out, I look at a guy, and and Freddie's one of my best friends. I think the world of Bubba Wallace. I love seeing him do well. It's a guy who lost his temper. He did not have the mental fortitude to manage the situation properly. And not only did his first mistake happen, but he made several other mistakes after the fact and and the timing couldn't be worse. What I mean by that is the group chat that the drivers are all in is constantly about safety. I think Christopher Bell, look, he got screwed. He was an innocent victim in this whole thing. There's no way Toyota's happy with how that went down, but had Christopher Bell not been there, I think Kyle Larson is going to back his car into the wall. And that's the worst angle. It appears based on what we're told that you can hit with this particular car. So I I, I look at this as if this were football, TJ, I think it would be rule a targeting penalty and targeting has consequence. What are those consequences? I don't know in our world because they're so different. Jeff Gordon wrecked Clint Boyer on purpose at Phoenix, and that was for a championship year and NASCAR didn't do a damn thing. This is no different. Unfortunately, the racetrack is faster. Unfortunately, this car doesn't appear to be as safe but I don't know how NASCAR should react here. But if they don't react in some way, shape, or form, it's like it's open hunting season on each other. Yeah. And and, and, and I don't want to see that. So I am spot off for the whole thing.
1: Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, listen, Bubba's my guy. Bubba's been my guy for 12 years. I'm getting ready to sign a contract. Bubba's going to be my guy for a few more years. Um, you know, uh, and if Bubba got out of that car yesterday and said, I intentionally right hooked Kyle Larson because he ran me in the fence, there'd be nothing I can say on this show to defend him. We've said it on here a thousand times. You can't do that. Um, obviously, Bubba got out and said what he said about the steering braking. Is that a lesson learned from the past? You just seen Noah Gregson admitted to wrecking somebody on purpose at, uh, where was that, Road America? And he got his fine and suspension. Bubba got the only fine and suspension or fine and loss of points for intentionally spinning because he admitted it. So you can't ever get out and say, yeah, I did that on purpose. You know, whether, whether you choose to believe him or not, that's, that's one thing. But, you know, uh, like we've talked about on here before, you can't do that. You know, it's, it's, it is what it is. Um, these guys in the moments, there's just no, there's really no excuse for it. Obviously, like you said, we had a fast race car. If if we're running 20th and this happens, maybe that don't happen. You don't know. I mean, we hit the wall a ton off of four and I don't know what was broke. What wasn't broke very easily could have broke a toe link. We've seen that happen multiple times this year. Um, but there's, you know, you, that there, that's that scenario there you know you you can sit here and make excuses for it there's really no excuse for ever right hooking anybody the, you, you bring up the Bowman incident the reason why the Bowman incident happened Bowman right hooked us My, uh, Michael McDowell right hooked us into the pit gate at at Bristol um and we were critical of it then too so it is what it is um you know like i said there's no there's nothing i can sit here and make any excuse for bubba these guys in the moments they they it's not like you know you talk about mental fortitude if you want um we've seen this happen a thousand times and there are a thousand different scenarios, a thousand different racetracks. Um, we're going to see it again a thousand times, thousands of racetracks because these guys that the, you don't consciously think, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hook this guy into the fence. You know, you're just thinking, I guess I ran into the fence with my, very fast race car. My direct, you're pissed. And I'm pissed off. You know, these guys don't, they don't think about what's getting ready to happen. They're just reacting, and sometimes they overreact. And maybe listen, if this is if you want to believe it's intentional, then it was an overreaction, I think. But you know, it is what it is. As far as everything else, a suspension. If if they were to suspend Bubba, it'd be unprecedented. They've never suspended anybody for for wrecking somebody on the racetrack, unless it was under yellow. Um,
3: you know, for you know right-clicking somebody. Uh, that's not somebody. Really true, Pat Kenseth.
1: Hmm. Okay, he waited, the, I'm sorry, he the,
3: waited for somebody and then wrecked him. The, the difference in there, and I mean, people are out there talking about it, right? Matt Kenseth, two-race suspension. The difference for that was Logano, and I know TJ's defended him for this. I was at Kansas watching in turn four, and they wrecked in turn one. Logano wrecked Matt Kenseth, and he wrecked him because he was tired of riding behind him. That well, he, run the, he run into the wall. He, that, 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 that's what happened, you know, there in that deal. And then obviously, Matt waited a couple weeks when his playoff hopes were over. He fenced him under yellow, and, and that was a 2 race suspension. I, I don't I mean – look, Hosovar's done worse all year. He's done worse. He, he's changed the outcome for – I mean, he did the things. same thing at IRP. IRP. Somewhere else he wrecked a lap car to keep him going. Richmond. Like Like, if, if you're not suspending Hosovar, I don't know how you suspend I would, I would. But But I'm going to tell you guys something. I mean, that George Strait song – Comes to mind. I'd like to have that one back. Like Bubba's gonna, Bubba's gonna eventually have to sit down and watch this replay. And at some point, when he watches that replay, because it's gonna be on all week. Like there, he, he's not gonna be able to get away from this thing unless yeah. he throws his phone in the toilet. At some point, he's gonna watch that replay, and he's gonna be like, "Man, I up, I up real bad. I, I did what I did, but then I continued to make it worse. And I think that's where it's gonna be." Uh, a learning experience for him. And, and man, you got to give a shout-out to Kyle Larson. Talk about mental fortitude. I mean, he's got a guy shoving him repeatedly. He doesn't make one aggressive move toward him. He goes on the press and said, man, I, I, I caused a wreck. Like, he he owned it. I, th- I think you saw a lot of, I don't know, maturity in, in Kyle and the way he handled that champion. situation. And 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 all I can say is, man, I hope those guys – Makeup this week, like uh, Kyle Larson is is one of the the greatest for our sport right now. Bubba Wallace is one of the greatest for our sport right now. I think Bubba gets booed tremendously <laughs> this weekend in Homestead. I think he gets booed worse at Martinsville and at Phoenix. I think he gets booed even worse than he did the first two weeks. Like I think Bubba's got to he's got to make peace with this quick, man, because this some like this, Freddie, it can weigh on you. I, I've been around drivers where they made mistakes and it took him a very long time yeah. to put it past
1: him. I mean, if you it, there's only one person here, you know, I mean, you can look at whatever you want to look at. There's only one person here that knows whether or not that's intentional, and it's Bubba. And like you said, if if I think I know Bubba, like I've said, Bubba is basically family to me. And I know Bubba well enough to know that if that was intentional, he knows in his heart of hearts whether it was or not, he regrets it or he knows it was wrong at least. Um but that's that is what it is that ship is sailed like i said it's not a conscious i don't think it's a you conscious maneuver now yeah you know and and listen you talk about you know w- w- whether or not he compounded the the deal by saying this broken listen that's what you got to say you know it is what it is you ju- you've already seen what they're going to do to you if you go out and, i mean you, and, you could just say i mean well you have to do an interview you I could mean, ignore
2: it, but i'm saying you could just say you know i got in a wreck i didn't have control of my car or whatever yeah. but I mean, when that's you, what he's saying, essentially. But when you – the problem is you can go back and look at the wheel going straight and then it go hard left. Uh, you know, if it's broken, does it turn left? I mean, it looked like it worked pretty good to me. You know, my, I don't – and I don't even really – whatever that part. This was an opportunity for him to get there and be like – you know, just be like, look, we had a really fast car today. He's running up front again. You know, this is – He's showing he, that he belongs up there, and this was a chance to – I mean, you got wrecked by Kyle Larson. I mean, if you get wrecked by Kyle Larson, you're probably on the right side of the field. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're in the right area. This was a chance to get out and be like, you know, hey, I mean, I, you know, I guess Kyle got loose or got tight or whatever, put us in defense, uh, you know, and ended our
3: day. I, I would imagine there's a lot of people who are Bubba Wallace diehard supporters that are disappointed in what happened yesterday. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, I've been in this scenario with, with some of my guys. Like, Bubba has got to make peace with this fast. He's got to make peace with his owners. He's got to make peace with Kyle Larson. He's got to make peace with Christopher Bell. He's got to make peace with himself. I mean, the guy's already come out before and said he had anxiety issues. Like, this, this is something that can weigh on you for a long time because you're going to relive that moment where you made all those decisions to do those things. And, and I hope that he has the right people around him to make peace with it fast because if he don't it can f- your career up for a while i've seen it happen and it's not a fun train to be on spot on spot off
0: ross chastain and chase briscoe are unable to hold on to win and clinch championship four spots as joey logano passes them late to punch his ticket to phoenix freddie spot
1: on spot off uh spot on for one like chase briscoe I mean, these guys these guys are figuring out ways to steal points like <laughs> I've never seen before. Like the race at Texas it was a Texas where he was awful. Yeah. Like he was like last the whole race, and then I think he was in the top five at some point. Like he finished fifth or seventh. I fifth. or something yeah, like did, that. We were passing him. He, <laughs> he, running he, the, he gained yeah. like twenty something points there uh, that he shouldn't, you know, that it shouldn't have. And now here you go. He's. I mean, we lapped him in the first, end of the first stage. He was the last car we lapped, so I'm assuming he got the lucky dog at the
3: stage break. Who did but, Who'd you lap? Briscoe. Briscoe. Yeah, he's yeah yeah. Oh, so yeah. so
1: you know then he's. Like I go back, I was in the car, obviously, hanging like waiting on Jason. But I was like, "How the hell's Briscoe leading this thing?" Like he was going a lap down, eighty laps ago, whatever it was. Um, so uh, the way these guys steal points, and listen, if they could have stole a win there. You know, you, you got to remember Chase Briscoe won Phoenix the first time around this year. If they could have figured out a way to steal a win and lock themselves into the, fee, the the championship race at a track you've already won at this year. I mean, that would have been insane. But now he puts himself, where's the points at? I don't feel like digging through these papers. Where's he at? Right, right here. He's ninth. He's nine out. But I mean, that nine out, he's probably, he probably stole about 10 points yesterday easily. Um, so, I mean, kudos to them guys. And I'll, I'll let you guys talk on that before we move on to Chastain. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great turnaround for them. It was, uh, and,
2: and Chase is pre- getting pretty good at being up there and doing everything he can to hang on to them
3: points, so. I mean, look, Joy Logano just stamped his ticket to Phoenix and to the championship race, and Joy Logano's a competitor, and, and there's really not anybody that's locked into this thing. You know, if Ross or Chase Elliott has an issue, they're, they're in trouble. Christopher Bell almost has already dug himself into a must-win hole, so – as this playoff continues to play out, I, I think the fans are the one who wins on this. I, I'm I, I'm surprised Legano won that race. I really expected to see a Hendrick car or a Toyota win going into the weekend, and I think this flips the script on – I mean, Joy Logano doesn't have to go to Homestead and worry about Homestead. Joy Logano doesn't have to go to Martinsville and worry about Martinsville. His team is already, if they're smart, they're worried about building the very best car that they can build and have for Phoenix, These next two races have no impact on their season. And there's that's, I've never been in a situation like that, but it's got to be pretty damn good. We were, we were in that situation in 18.
2: Won Martinsville, basically took the next uh, couple races off and um, focused on Homestead. And Joey, Vegas is one of Joey's better tracks. So I'm not really surprised to see him win there. He's good at hanging around. He didn't lead all the laps all day, but he hung around in that area. As soon as something happened, he pounced, and he had to go up there and pass some guys at the end, though, and that was, um, you know, good for them. And but to, to get your ticket in early is definitely an advantage. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, looking at the points how they are right now, that final four right
3: there going, that final four going to Phoenix would be pretty, uh, pretty interesting. It'd be very interesting. I mean, right now you got Denny Hamlin, never won a championship. Chase Elliott, winner. Ross Elliott, Ross Ross oh, Elliott, Ross right. Chastain. Never won one. Obviously, super aggressive. he's good at Phoenix. Dream season for Ross Chastain. He just keeps it rolling. I mean, look when he he took the lead yesterday, we were battling Chase Briscoe for the lead. We were on two tires. Ross dove under us three wide. He cleared us both getting into three. And I was like, man, he might have just won this race. Obviously, he didn't. But uh, I thought I watched. I'm a big Xfinity Series fan. I'll be the first to admit it. Their races are phenomenal. I thought the Xfinity race in Vegas sucked. And I was worried going into yesterday that we were gonna have a repeat from the roval and have a boring race. We did not. That race was anything but boring. Yeah, I mean you talk about Ross, Ross
1: Ross doing Ross things. You know, the the he a little you see a little bit of that don't give a f to where he yanks out three wide and, and and clears the guys for the lead. What I was I don't I didn't see, I saw like one replay of it. I haven't gone back and watched it yet. But I was surprised, it seemed like and you guys were there, you can why well, I wasn't watching Like it seemed to me like I would have expected him to race Joey a lot harder than he did, you know, to try and defend the lead, knowing what you know about Ross. But at the same time, you see the position he's in now. He's up 18 points on the cut. So, you know, was he not willing? He's maybe he's, you know, maybe he's dialed it down a little bit and realized I don't need to win this race. I would love to win this race, but I don't absolutely need
2: to win this race. I can't get wrecked trying to win this race. That would be the dumbest thing he could have done. Or if if he takes Joey out of it and then Joey, for some reason, doesn't go to Phoenix. That's going to be a pretty miserable. They, race I mean, there was for, there Ross. there was
1: a version of Ross Chastain that probably would have wrecked for the lead yesterday at some oh, point. a million percent! The, not in the not in the far so, so distant future. There, like mm-hmm. recent past, I should say. Maybe he's just outsmarting everybody.
2: Wreck them all. Wreck him in the beginning of the year. Get all your wins, <laughs> then chill out for a couple months and just show up at the end. I <laughs> oh,
1: mean. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper.
0: All right, next topic. Kurt Bush says his decision to retire and step aside for Tyler Reddick to take over the 45 car one year early is more being unselfish and respecting what has to happen in the industry. Brett,
3: spot on, spot off. Oh, man. This one's complicated for me, Jason. I I mean, I've lived in this sport for a long time. I remember Ernie Irvin's wreck at Michigan, which was his second big wreck at Michigan that left him forever mentally changed. You know, his vision was different. I, I saw the Steve Park accident at Darlington. I saw Jerry Nadeau wreck at Richmond, and all of those guys suffered head trauma. And I admire Kurt for... Not getting back in this race car because clearly this concussion sent him spiraling uh, to to the point that he couldn't return and, and and do something that he's loved his entire life. I mean, all these guys know is is racing, buckling into a car. They know putting that helmet on is dangerous. They know they might not come back. And and for him to say he's done is uh, it, it sucks, but it's the right thing to do. You know, I, I, the last thing that I would want to see is is anybody. Uh, have their quality of life completely changed because they thought they needed to run one more race. I, I say this all the time about my friend Casey Kane. I wish he would stop racing because he suffered multiple injuries, and at some point, it's not worth it. But these guys, me and Freddie, call it a disease. They've got this terrible disease where they can't stop racing. Even even Dale Jr., like, he doesn't have to race. There's There's not a day in his life that he has to put on a helmet and go drive a race car. So when I look at what Mark Martin says about I'm done racing, when I look at what Elliot Sadler did when he got out of the car, I'm done racing. They have their life. They have their family. And I admire Kurt for for, for doing the right thing for him and his and himself. He also took it really easy on the situation he's in. I, I thought he took a very high road on on his approach to, you know, how he got concussed and, and the situation he's in and how he got into it. So – uh I I do I, I hate to see Kurt Bush hang up his helmet. Yes, I do, because I've been on teams he was at and he makes everybody around him better. He 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 really is a, a a good teammate. And at the end of the day though, Freddie, like good for him. Yeah, I mean Kurt is the
1: ultimate team guy right now. You know, I don't I don't know. I can't speak to how his career went before he got to us. I know one thing, I know every team he's ever been with has been better the day he left than it was when the day he got there, you know. Um, and I've seen that firsthand. What he's meant to our team this year, um, what he's meant to Bubba. I mean, Bubba obviously took a huge step forward this year. We're we're winning races. We're contending for wins. Um, and a lot of that's due to Kurt. You know, Kurt's leadership and and what to look for, what to key in on each run of each race. Um, is big for us. Um, but like I said, he's. I think Kurt wants nothing. I think this decision gets drawn out so much because Kurt wants nothing more than to be able to get back in that race car. He wants to be able to write his own ending to his story. Um, unfortunately, that's that's unlikely right now. Um, but the the Kurt, uh, as I said, being the ultimate team guy, he's putting the team first here because he knows that 2311's goal is for that 45 car to compete for a championship next year. And the way to get that done right now is, unfortunately for Kurt, is for him to step aside for the entire season next year so they can go – have some kind of agreement to get Tyler over there next year versus 2024, because I mean um, I don't think it's a big secret. The you know there was there was another driver which was John Hunter um, that was going to be Plan B or C, whatever you want to call it. That if they couldn't get Tyler and and Kurt was unfortunately able not able to go, that I think John Hunter was going to be the guy they chose to drive the car. And who gives you a better opportunity to win a championship next year, Tyler Reddick or John Hunter Nemechek? So you know if Kurt draws this out and we can't they can't get Tyler. And, and now you're going into the next season with John Hunter driving the 45. You know, you, you have a, I feel like a slightly less chance at, probably not slightly, it's probably a less chance at winning or competing for a championship. Yeah. So he does the right, I think he does the right thing. Very unselfish on his part to, to step aside because he doesn't know where he's going to be in February. He has, I mean, I don't think he knows where he's going to be in two weeks, um, but you know, you don't to, to get all this done. Now you have to step aside now and let the team focus on, okay, now we've got Tyler. We can put all our eggs in that basket and move forward to 2023 or 20. Yeah. What the hell did it? 2023. Yeah, 2020. um, so I think that's just unselfish on his part. Uh, I, I hate to see that. He can't really write his own ending right now. Uh, hopefully one day he can get back in the car. He left that window open to maybe I run thought some it, I races. Thought
3: it was cool too, that he mentioned TV as an option. You know, I, I, I Kurt's an intelligent guy. I'm a thoughtical thinker, and I, 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 I don't want to see. I mean, what's he won? Thirty plus races, I, champion. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to see the guy do what we talked about last week on the show. Just disappear. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna miss
2: seeing Kurt on the track. He was definitely a competitor. He everywhere. He's been a a great asset to every team that he's went to. His driving ability was obviously. He went and ran the Indy 500 and was super competitive at it. Run sixth, I think. Yeah, and like an ordinary driver doesn't do that. No, so, no. you know, I'm going to miss seeing Kurt out there. I really hope he's able to do TV because I think I think his view on things and he'd be able to offer a lot of great insight. I think I really hope he gets to be in TV and, and stay associated with the sport. I think, it'll be, I think it'll be helpful for him as well
3: to be attached like that as well because he's still like he's not that old. Uh, he's not that old. Freddie brings up two points. 2023, John Hunter Nemechek. I think the whole Kurt Bush, I'm sorry, I think the whole Kyle Bush thing threw everybody for a loop. I think we all thought that the plan would be for Ty Gibbs to get into the 19 in 2024 based on how the year was going. And then we hit, you know, May, June, obviously contract talks with. With with Kyle stalled and he ended up leaving Toyota. Well, now you got Ty Gibbs. It appears to be heading to the 18 car. You have got Martin on a one year deal that's left. Is John Hunter Nemechek a Toyota guy? We're about to find out because KBM's closing. That's where John Hunter Nemechek's at. That kid gets in that 26 car, Xfinity car this weekend. And he ain't a kid no more. But he he's he's hauling ass. A John Hunter Nemechek is a shoe. So I think if if you if you're getting ready to find out. If Toyota's big on John Hunter Nemechek or not, clearly he was going to be Plan C for the 45 car. But now that he's not at KBM anymore, because obviously that's going to Chevrolet, he's not getting his Cup opportunity. Like, what do you do with him? Do you put him in a Gibbs Xfinity car and get him ready for the 19? Is he the guy? I don't. I
1: mean, it tells you what they think about him. If he now, I don't know if that's a Toyota or if that's 2311 that thinks so highly of him that 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 he's there he's their backup option. Um, but yeah, I mean. Like We've talked about here. I said, it, I think early in the year, like if if I'm picking somebody out of the out of the truck series, we were talking it was Zane or, or John Hunter, and I, I think it's John Hunter. You know, I think he impresses every time he gets in something. You know, he he was impressive in the 38 car for most of the really season. Well. He you, know, won he got in um, you know, he's impressive when he gets in the 26, he's really impressive when he gets in the 18. Um, so, I mean, if I don't know that there's a seat for him at the Gibbs Xfinity team, um, especially. Well, I don't know what kind of funding he's got. Toyota would have to, I think, heavily back him to get him into Gibbs car. Um, but, I mean, he deserves to be in something. NASCAR penalizes Cole
0: Custer for race manipulation at Charlotte, while they didn't penalize Chase Elliott at Bristol last year or Eric Jones at Martinsville in
2: 2020. TJ, spot on, spot off. Yeah, sure. this is just a huge can of worms here over wh- whichever way you want to look at it. Depends on what side you're on, I guess. I don't know. Apparently, they went back and... Listen to enough stuff and came up with a conclusion um, that he did stuff on purpose. Who's to say he did? I mean, there's only one person to knows if he did or not. Just like,
3: you know, so he did what the crew chief asked him to do. Yeah. Crew chief said, "I think you got a flat check up." Yeah. What do you want the driver to do in that situation? Lift and check up. What Cole Custer do wrong? Yeah, I don't. Like I said, there's
2: a
1: it's a huge can of worms. I don't. <laughs> Listen, it's I mean, it's a, it's <laughs> it is a slippery slope, but you have to draw a line somewhere and two, like I've seen everybody go back on the chase thing and, and like the old saying goes two wrongs don't make a right. You know, um, I guess the, the the only problem I have is the message NASCAR is sending where they got Miller. I think it was came out and said like, oh, well, you know, that, that that was the driver taking it into his own hands. OK, so if it's the driver's idea, they can manipulate the race. But if he gets instructed from the pit box, which, by the way. If you're on the pit box, you've got to do a way better job than that. Like, there's never been a situation in the history of racing where the pit box can see the flat before the driver feels it. You know, I don't th- I mean, it would I don't know, man. Sucker Labby saw a lot of oil that wasn't out there. <laughs> it's just, you know, I... You know, but this, this is a setting a precedent of, you know, if the driver handles it himself, you know, the driver looks in his mirror and sees the guy behind him needs one spot and he moves over and lets him go, but there's no directive... From the pit box or the spotter stand, that's okay now. Like yeah. I, I don't I, that that's you leave you leave the door open for interpretation. So that's the only thing I'm not okay with.
3: But it, it it's a slippery slope for sure. I <laughs> man, here's where NASCAR gets in trouble in these situations. They make it look like they pick and choose who they penalize, and they did not come down on Chase Elliott for manipulating the race. And why did did Kevin Harvick not win that race at Bristol? Chase Elliott. <laughs> it's 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 obvious i don't know i i don't know man sometimes we can't get out of our own way you're right two wrongs don't make a right it's just like i said with the bubba thing if you don't do anything it's open hunting season out there if you don't do anything to cole custer here i'm not sure what the outcome is but i, I mean i i you got a flat check up like you guys say they can't see the car they're going to argue they can see the card. They're going to argue that they're getting live pictures up on their computer screen. Like they're, they're, they're I mean, I don't know, man. Like going to be an argument. There's a, a lot of smart the, guys. The appeal down there. is going to be very interesting. The appeal is going to be interesting. And and look, the appeals committee already caught a bunch of crap for screwing the last one up. So and listen to me, they screwed the last one up. Do you agree they screwed the last, last one? one up? The William Byron deal. Oh, the appeals. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They completely you agree. They screwed that up. Uh, and, and let's yeah. clarify. something. let's you, you, clarify a one race thing was ran. I see NASCAR
1: get destroyed over this appeal, getting overturned. They don't have anything to do with it. They yeah. do
3: not want the appeal to get overturned. No, yeah, I, that's I, not, you're right. They don't want it to get overturned, but now here we go. Like you can't say they can't see the car because they can see the car. I mean, you, you can't see the car. You, you have TV, you have monitors, you have cameras. They're getting live pictures for, for looking at the car. Like, can't say he can't see the car because I promise you they can see the car in real time. I mean, they can see it on TV if it's on TV. So, <laughs> I, all I can tell you is, I don't understand why Chase Cole, rather, Cole Custer, Cole Custer did what he was told to do. Yeah, he should not be fined. Cole Cole don't, Custer's, I do Cole Custer's name doesn't even deserve to be in this conversation. Mike Shiplett and NASCAR should be the two things on the table. Now, if this is a Stuart Haas racing thing, now you got to go get cell phones. And now you got to get people to testify what was said in meetings leading up to this week. Like, you if you're really going to do your job here, you got to know what was said between the director of competition, the crew chief, the driver, the spotter. You got to know what everybody had for information going into this race. If you can't give me that, I'm not buying this. You are going to hear some wacky.
1: On the radio when we get to Martinsville and Phoenix. Oh, it's gonna be Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be. I'm gonna be out there going fillet of fish, uh, double mac, damn quarter pounder. <laughs> Bobo will be like, "Praise God, drive through." I mean, Yay. we used to have a
2: code for like when when Washington would win football games. I'd tell Dell Junior the pizza got delivered, something like that.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, we already have code words, obviously, for pits, pit pit stuff, but now you open a door where it's basically. It's okay unless it's directed to you directly from the pit box, so you can't say you know check up whatever. Um, And that way, I mean, we saw that back in your show where you know pit they were telling the fifty five to pit and all that. Um, But the like the when you get we get to Phoenix and Martinsville first, and then Phoenix obviously, and there's guys that need positions. There's there's gonna be code words of you know whatever this that the other thing to help the other guys out and. And there's nothing that NASCAR is going to be able to do about it unless they're blatantly obvious, like I think this one was I'm just going to say stuff for fun. Oh, <laughs> me too. I just mean, you know I, I mean?
3: Just, it, 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 look, man, Cole Custer has had a rough year. Cole Custer, right? He's had yeah, a rough yeah. year. I mean, it, and, and I think he's on our next topic, or if or he, he's not, he should have been on one of our topics because his owner came out this week and publicly took a shot at him. He pulled a Steve Spurrier. He said, I want Cole Custer back in the car Tony Stewart wants Ryan Priest. Who do you think pays for that 41 car to be out there? Gene Haas or Tony Stewart? (laughs) I'm going to go with the first option. Gene Haas pays for that car. So guess who's going to drive it? Whoever Gene Haas wants to drive it. So Gene, to me, took a playbook and said, hey, man, you better get your together or we got another guy over here on deck. And oh, by the way, Tony Stewart endorses him. So now, from a public opinion perspective, who do you think people are going to side with? Tony Stewart or Gene Haas? They're going to side with Tony Stewart. Gene Haas has the money. Tony Stewart has the public appeal. He's laid this thing out there. But now you've put this kid. He ain't a kid either. How's Cole? 25? I would say mid-20s. He's a kid to me. I hate to see Cole Custer out here in the middle of this because he did – we all have a boss. TJ has a boss. Freddie has a boss. I have a boss. Cole Custer has a boss. He did what his boss told him to do. You got a flat. Check up. At that moment in time, he may not be able to decipher if that's his crew chief's voice or his spotter's voice. Then I heard Andy continue to ramble about, you know, manage it, do this, is smoking, blah, 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 whatever Andy was saying. Like, if this whole thing was rehearsed, prove it. Otherwise, this was a bad find.
0: Dodge has reportedly pulled out of talks to rejoin NASCAR. As NASCAR has said, the reason for lower horsepower is to attract additional manufacturers. Freddie, spot on, spot off.
1: Uh, I mean, spot off, obviously the, I think it was rumors come out that they were in talks with RFK about, uh, you know, potentially bringing them to the back to the sport. Um, and listen, I, I think Dodge has a street package that has more horsepower than we race with on they Sundays, do. They you do. know, so I don't get it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't buy this, um, you know, we need to dumb it down to attract more sponsors, you know, more manufacturers. Be the other way around. Listen, look, when Toyota came into the sport, they came into the sport because we were the prettiest girl to dance. They didn't come because we were the easiest girl to dance. You know, you, you want to make your your product be what people want to be involved with, not, okay, we're going to dumb our stuff down and, and drop and, and take everything back a couple steps so that we maybe can attract some more sponsors or, I mean, more manufacturers. So I, I think we're going the wrong way. I think we need to try to boost ourselves and, and put the best product out there that's possible and then let manufacturers want to be part of it. And I think the best – I think everybody in the sport, on the competition side anyway, agrees that if we had a million horsepower and low downforce, the racing would be better. But, you know, it is what it is, and I, I just hate the fact that we, we feel like we have to dumb ourselves down a little bit to, to attract other manufacturers. One thing that
2: that stands out, and, and uh, I'm going to talk about already, was I talked to Haley after she was, first Xfinity race, first thing she has to I me, mean, it's so nice to be able to use the throttle and feel the thing turn, rotate, you know what I mean? Like, that's how it used to be.
1: Yeah. Haley, um, I mean, Haley did a great job and I was talking oh, to Bubba about this on Saturday night. The Xfinity series... If you are a talented race car driver, that talent will show more in the Xfinity series than it does in the trucks. And probably right now, more than it does in the Cup series. One million percent. You know, I've said this all along. I've watched all her truck races and I've said,
2: I've told everyone that I think she's going to be better in a car where it takes more talent to drive. The truck series, it's basically throw the green, go down in the corner, four or five wide, see who makes it out and have a stage break in 25
1: laps. Yeah, and, and the, the trucks are so aero-dependent. They're, you're essentially wide open. Big, big are 90% of the racetracks. I mean, it's, it's you know, yeah. the, the talent level shows up more in Xfinity than literally anywhere else right
3: now. I mean, pulling out is never an easy thing to do. Jesus. You know, Dodge is, if, if they're close to the finish line and they've been working on this thing for a long time and everything's feeling really good and, and they decide <laughs> to stop it, Man, that's hard. I, I don't, Gee. I think that's, this is getting to, worse. I think that's a terrible, terrible position to be in for them. Yeah. The good news is there's fixes for that stuff.
4: <laughs> there uh. is fixes. And I
3: hope they come back to the table with some good protection and, and, and we can keep this thing going. Cause I'd love to see a new manufacturer come in here. I really would. <laughs> to NASCAR? <laughs> to NASCAR.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool
3: door bumper clear fans we want to give you five
1: reasons why racingusa.com is our favorite store for nascar merchandise first
2: racingusa.com has a wide assortment of driver's die apparel Hats, helmets, novelties, and collectible for the sport's most popular drivers.
3: Speaking of popular, right now, the Justin Alguire 164th Door Bumper Clear Diecast cars have just arrived and are available at RacingUSA.com. If you want one, order it now before they sell out.
1: Second, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com, Google's top source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence. Third, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock and
3: pre-order item every single day so no need to wait for a sale. Fourth, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised diecast prices, so you don't have to shop around for a better price. Fifth,
1: RacingUSA.com ships all in-stock orders the next business day, so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business. Fans, RacingUSA.com is Dormover Clear's choice for NASCAR
3: merchandise, and we want it to be yours as well. Whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com, where you're always somebody special.
1: If anybody sees a big guy streaking down Talladega Boulevard, don't be alarmed—it's just Freddie.
4: Brett Griffin is a f-
2: clown. Just had to call and say uh, somebody called Denny a ambulance. Well, I
3: never thought that motherf**ing Kyle Larson would be on my bad side. His car's held together with duct tape and hope.
0: Reaction f- feeder starts now.
4: Haley Deacon in her Xfinity Series debut. TJ Majors is not her spotter. She gets a top 15. Coincidence? No way in hell.
3: Ultimate Ninja finished 13th with Haley and mm-hmm. won the race yesterday. Do you think he yeah. celebrated on the way home? Uh, yeah, just probably a just probably a little bit. <laughs> 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 yeah, Two finger know. pour. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, that, that was that whatever this means. <laughs> um yeah look Haley did a great job and I've said like I just told you I've said it numerous times she's gonna
3: separate herself when it comes down more to driver than it is I'll reiterate what you guys said earlier quickly I met with Noah Gregson when he was leaving the truck series to come to JRM full-time to spot for him because Elliot was retiring that year and and I told Noah in a, in a meeting ironically at Joy Logano's office the little studio he's got there and I said to him, You're gonna be a better Xfinity Series driver than you are a truck series driver for what you guys said. They're so aero dependent. The the air means everything in terms of where you position yourself on a restart and the way you have to race. And the Xfinity cars are the best on track product that we have. She got to showcase and look, man, she was in a couple pickles. I saw her coming out of front mm-hmm. stretch. Guys had her jacked up. She was three wide, never panicked. And and to come and, and run thirteenth there, that is a hard racetrack. So the keys to this race was staying on the lead lap the
2: first run, which she did. Yep. Um, got through the middle part. She actually lost a lap in the middle, which is fine. She yep. was going to probably finish sixteenth, seventeenth. were only that. eleven cars in the lead lap at that point. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. she was going to be about seventeenth or somewhere in there, and which is respectable for your first Xfinity outing, yep. especially had a place like Vegas. Um, Kautz comes out late. She's able to wave around and stay on the lead lap until the end of the race, and gain. You had guys that under the green flag pit stop, you had a couple guys have penalties speeding. Well, she doesn't have a penalty. Guess what? She's taking advantage of that. So she drove a really smart race, like you said. I look, I saw her a couple times and um, got racing, like racing with like good, like hard there. So I was super super happy for. Her. I knew she could do that and.
3: Um, I think it's a. I think it was a great first race for. Him. Yeah, Raj Carruth also drove a smart race. He, uh, did. he was on a roof with, a roof with us yesterday. He's the roof. <laughs> yeah, he was on the roof, Chris. Uh, he is a big studier. He he's a big studier, man. I, I really like that kid. Well spoken kid was rocking a Dale Earnhardt T shirt on the roof. I saw that. Like I'm telling you, they, I mean, the kid asks. That's all he does is ask questions.
4: questions. He does You ask know, we
1: were yeah. we we were racing Joey hard, and and these the cup cars. You guys know as much about anything. They do different things than what we're accustomed to. Like, you know, normally if you got on a guy's left for a quarter, that guy was going to get free, and and he's he was asking me, like something different happened off of two. One, we were racing Logano, and kind of what I was expecting and what normally would happen didn't happen and was went a different way. And he's like, why why did that happen? Everything I've learned is that. And I said, well, it's it's just these cars, really. Where nobody really knows what the hell's going on. But uh, But, yeah, he's up there as much as he can. If he's racing on the weekend at some point, wherever we're at, he will be on the roof on Sunday yeah. watching the cup race. He's usually by Lambert because Lambert spots for him in Arca. He'll come down to me a bunch. I've, I've tried to help him as much as I can. I know he sees bred a lot, you guys. Um, but, yeah, I mean, great kid and and really willing
4: to learn. Come on, Bubba. Love the guy, but, wow, what a
0: terrible move. <laughs> Steering was
4: broke, and I was born last night. Come on.
3: Welcome to being one day old. It's pretty, he talks quick. But he <laughs> yeah, I know. Was born last what night. Talks really quick.
4: But Wallace is the freaking man.
2: I wouldn't take that from anybody. And I'll say this too: Jeff Burton needs to get off his high horse, like he's never been pissed off in the middle of a race before. I think Larson handled it well in his interview, but that was still bull. What an idiot, Larson!
1: Yeah, hey, it's a Bubba. Fan. I wasn't expecting one of them today. I just, ben, how long do you have to search for that one? <laughs> <laughs> all night long. I am mean, just
0: feel like, God, there's got to be one. Night time, long, yeah, all night long. All night.
1: That's <laughs>
2: Lionel All night. I, I guess, like, I mean, I'm really disappointed. I guess we should just right hook to you, Fontana. I mean, we should have just done it. I don't. I mean, he's really? broke for sure. Yeah.
1: So everyone's saying Bubba Wallace needs to be suspended for right rearing someone. And while it's never right, NASCAR's dropped the ball on the whole. Uh, intentional wrecking penalty
3: deal. Seems like all you get is points and a fine. Gregson at Road America. Logano and Byron. I mean, Logano didn't even get penalty for that. Uh, Byron and Hamlin, that got appealed. All he ended up with was more money fine. You, it's more serious, it seems like, to NASCAR to lose a wheel on pit road. NASCAR on... NASCAR on Tuesday... They're going to get burnt to the ground no matter what it they do. It does not matter what they do. If they, if do. they suspend and him dies. for a month or if they don't do anything at all, they're going to have – because Bubba's one of those guys, you either – he's like Earnhardt was back in the day. You either love him or you hate him. There's no middle ground, and the people that love him are going to go crazy if you do anything to him, and the people that hate him are going to go crazy if you don't do anything if – you, if you do a lot. If, this is going to be – Tuesday is going to be the worst day on social media in terms of tone for NASCAR yeah. all year, watch the, the, hey, But it's in the news. Watch the. the like I said earlier, the, if you break it down,
1: and obviously this is me. I'm, but I'm a bubble off hat on right now. But you know, it, like I said earlier, it's unprecedented. What do you expect coming your way? I would expect. I would expect a heavy fine and a loss of owner points. There's. There's no. There's and I would be I would I'd be fine with that I think that's warranted for what's gone on in the past if they can if they if they feel like it was intentional because here's the deal Noah Gragson admitted he did it intentionally at Watkins uh, Road America you know he 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 admitted it that's why he got the penalty Josevar did not admit it at IRP I mean he right he did the same thing obviously a smaller racetrack does the racetrack come into a consideration when you're considering a penalty I don't know maybe but they didn't see it. (laughs) <laughs> Host of so he he right hooks the guy not it didn't get nothing you know nothing at all for that um so i don't know how you can do it uh, everybody there's a guy michael mcdowell right hooked us or alex bowman right hooked us no penalties for them you know um there's been guys through the years that just right hook people and they don't get a penalty for it um now Carl Edwards flipped yeah, I mean, he, drove, Laskier, he, got, he did get probation. He got three race probation for oh, that. So, yeah, double secret probation. The only th- getting, going down true. there. I've seen people. At that point. i seen people saying go down there and fighting. They're not. You, they have not fined or suspended anybody for fighting in the, last, fight. the last, It wasn't even a yeah, fight. people that I call mean, that a fight. <laughs> oh my God! The only thing that I could see them being upset about, and maybe coming down hard on Bubba, is the fact that he walked away from the wreck, was walking on the racetrack because they've been trying to crack down on that. And I, I don't think I think
3: that's the only thing unless they determine that they feel like Bubba intentionally did that. The NASCAR tower said, we have a pedestrian on the racetrack. And when they said that, I went, well, what dumb has come out of the stands and on the racetrack? Because <laughs> I but no, they, <laughs> they acknowledged. Like. Did y'all hear him say that? Yes, nah, I, I
1: didn't
2: did
3: hear it. There is a pedestrian on the racetrack, and I'm like, pedestrian? So I'm looking, and I'm like, I see safety workers in Bubba. They were talking about Bubba. Here's here's the question I got. So
1: we were – how far away from Larson were we? It was a good little walk. 50, 75 yards. hell, 100 yards. 100 yards. I had enough time to get my drink out while Bubba was walking. If nobody wanted that to happen, why did it happen? Because it, they could have very easily been stopped.
3: Yeah. And on that march the safety over there, when I, I didn't see the wreck live because I was running behind you guys. I obviously heard the wreck. I looked down. I spotted Justin through the wreck, but I thought Bubble was going over there to check on him because they wrecked so hard. I was like, man, he's going to check on him. And then when I, d- I didn't expect a confrontation, but obviously because I didn't see the wreck, but when he dropped his helmet, I'm like. Well, he, is he going to hug him? No, he ain't going to hug him. He's going to just keep <laughs> shoving him for 57 times. And and so I was surprised at that. So maybe NASCAR thought that there was going to be some sincerity in, in Bubba's walk.
1: No, I don't think they thought that.
3: <laughs> you don't if, think if so? If they yeah.
1: did, they didn't see it again.
2: I don't I, – honestly, I mean, I don't have a problem with him walking over there. I mean, I, that's
3: what guys do when they're mad. That's what – happens when Look, things happen. Grown, grown men need to be able to do grown man things. That's and a grown that, man thing. That I don't have a problem with. Right rearing a guy, I always am going to have a problem with it. If my guy does it or if it gets done to my guy, I'm still going to have a problem with it. Now, if it's my guy doing it, am I going to publicly say it on here? i probably not because that's my guy. That's where your that's where your paycheck comes from. I don't work for 2311. I don't work for Bubba Wallace and I don't work for Toyota. Freddie does. I mean, so you, you got to take sides. I don't... um I expect. I think Freddie's right on
2: you're going to get, I think it's going to be money and points.
3: But Tuesday, I don't care what they do. They can't get (laughs) this right. No, it doesn't matter. They're going to piss
2: off 50% of the people. You can say there's only one person that really knows, but the entire world and that person knows that we'll turn left. (laughs) Well, when they (laughs) call Bubba
3: and Denny Monday night and they say, hey, this is what we're going to do, then they get to put their PR plan in action and figure out how they're going to handle it. But I'm telling you, If you don't do anything, the other drivers that are buckling into these race cars are going to be pissed because they think it's open hunting season. Yeah. And honestly, uh, at that point, I
2: don't care who's in it. We're putting these guys at risk and I don't want to see any. I don't I don't I think it'd be very bad if somebody got hurt from that.
4: Man, I don't know about you, but ever since old Justin Halen came on DBC, he's been damn near the best driver in NASCAR. I mean, he's up there with the Earnhardts, the Logano's, the Hartnicks, the, <laughs> the Hamlins. Man, he about to be, if he comes on DBC every week, man, he about to be an all-time great driver. Way to go, call Hall of Famer. Crazy. Way to go. Woohoo! His, his
3: sunglasses, are uh, they were a topic of conversation after what'd the you race. you say? He's yesterday. a Kardashian? Yeah, he looked like a Kardashian <laughs> in his picture. Look, man, he, I think Justin's done a lot of things well. He... he He's working hard for, for for to be a race car driver. He's working hard to prove he deserves to be at the cup level, and in the last six weeks, he's proved it week in and week out. I honestly think if we had the first half of the season back, Freddie, how bad are my pit stops first half of year? Pretty bad. Whose were worse than mine? Not many. Not many. Now we're seeing some decent pit stops. Those guys are cranking it out. You cannot – we came in yesterday, 15th, came out 30th. Like you just can't do that and expect to have good finishes. So – Justin has been more fun. Look, he's being himself on social media. He's putting himself out there. When you do that, you run the risk of people coming at you. And I am proud of him. He, it's cool to see his growth this year as a driver. It's cool to see his growth this year on the brand side. I mean, he's a he's a little he's a fun little dude. He's under the radar. <laughs> he's, a fun, I mean, not, literally, he's a
1: fun little dude.
3: He, he is. He, he's literally going under, under the radar, I don't <laughs> <laughs> he,
2: I mean he, he's doing good. He's he's quietly knocking off good. Where were you running before you stayed out there? Probably what, teens? 10th. Okay. Yeah, I mean solid run still. But yeah. you put a guy in
3: honestly if that yellow doesn't come out, he That first yellow doesn't come out. He he's in a good you know, spot. We were out there on Briscoe, we we were definitely in a good spot. But yeah. obviously those yellows changed the game. Tyler Reddick got a terrible restart behind I know. us. I've changed he him. was he was pissed <laughs> off because guys were laying back on these restarts and they are laying back oh yeah they're laying back tremendously so NASCAR needs to get in there and watch that they're not doing a great job of managing that part of the races right now and there's too much there's too much on the line for the, for that not to be enforced you almost as well. have
2: to because
3: the gearing's all the same and if
2: you don't somebody doesn't do anything different everybody's going the exact same speed so i don't even know how you police that i mean you police it by watching by watching i know but like yeah. what's to i by mean getting using a drone. Yeah. By feet? Drove, hey, if you say, get well, back further than seven I've,
1: feet, I've seen car now. You know what I mean? I've seen, I mean, I agree with car lengths. You know, but I've seen did it us
3: yesterday. Yeah. He laid two back, and then we get to start finish, and he's looking high. He's split in the middle, all because he laid back and got a massive run. Yeah. Oh,
4: God. 2022 Cup Playoffs round of eight. Sin City. Let's do it. Only a left with the diamond in the rough. Gotta play the cards right and it might not be enough. Gotta know when to fold them, know when to bluff. And that pot is getting bigger, competition's staying tough. Drivers burning up the rubber, getting hot like Pepsi. Blaney smacked the wall, put them title hopes in jeopardy. Elliot chased the pack for most of the day. Daniel his chance of victory was turfing away. Young Money KO from the customer assist. But number five's a beast, he just couldn't resist. Lost driving hard, wasn't gonna lift. Got the splat in 45, and number is pissed. Hung a hard left, straight up said, I'm done with it. Three car collision bail, had to catch some of it. Beat dubs in the grass with the champ, Big Mac shoving kid. Showdown in the desert, I'm loving it. Got the laps winding down, and Joe's on the move. Ross with the lead, he's got something to prove. Friends to the side, slice, press, set to cruise. And put the double deuces into Phoenix 2022.
3: It's so pretty damn. I know
4: I'm kind of new to running at the front,
3: but I don't lift.
1: There was an underrated McDonald's shout out. I'm in there. it. <laughs> yeah. Solid. That was <laughs> that, that's was, actually really, really I'm good. I'm assuming that's the same guy that, yeah, that the, did the intro. Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler. We yeah. can make
0: people think this is Tyler Reddick. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler
1: Reddick that. is doing a really good job this year. He's rapping
2: now. That's <laughs> a really that's a good I rap. mean that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's actually Talented. I mean, and that's and, and we're talking that's in what? He yeah. did that uh, last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, I'd like to hire you to do a um a Buffalo Bills like hype I video. Him, I guess something. we found him
1: if his name if we know his name's Tyler. Mike he's actually to do something, He's we? actually better than Pitbull. <laughs> no kidding. Listen, I'm yeah. jealous of Pitbull. There's I, can't, some, I cannot hidden, talk trash about Pitbull because I'm jealous of the
2: guy. There's some hidden like the like, that's actually
1: Oh, it's I mean it's that, that's that, really good. That's really good. It's yeah.
2: clever. Yeah.
0: All right, to leave an audio message 24 7, go to anchor.fm slash door bumper clear and click the message icon. We'll play the best ones on the show each week.
2: Dirty Mo media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. And
0: comedian Joey Molinaro.
2: We're here to tell you about the most honest,
4: unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market Speed Street.
1: Connor and I break
4: down the weekly happenings of IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms.
0: And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at SpeedStreetPod. It's time for the hashtag AskDBC offer pad question of the week. Send in your questions on Twitter each week using the hashtag AskDBC and we'll answer the best ones. The first one's from Minanda Z. That sounds about about right. I don't know how to pronounce that.
4: <laughs> if we job, follow Casey. the history
0: of the wheel coming off penalty, does this mean the 18 crew chief can't come back until Auto Club, or how do penalties that go beyond the amount of races left get
3: dealt with, Brett? Uh, he ain't coming back this year.
1: No, I don't. And but I I feel like I remember in the past. Something happened where I don't remember if it was lead or something, but I remember I feel like I remember a penalty getting carried over or was going to carry over and the crew chief got fired or something like that. But I, I, You're I, saying have this to guy's going to get fired. No, 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 no. who is, it's, it's talking about, Ben. He's not getting fired, but I don't think he's gonna be a crew chief v 18 next year. If you want to talk about that for a minute, but I, yeah, I don't Yeah,
3: uh, I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't think it matters.
1: Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I. I would assume, like, if you get a four-race suspension, it should be a four-race suspension, in my opinion. Would they include the Clash? And then maybe not Daytona? Not point race. Uh, it's not a point race, so probably who not. Who knows?
3: Yeah. There, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Consistency well, I mean, is we what we're that, best didn't, at. Didn't we have
1: that? Because Trent, it was Trent and somebody else. Like, one counted at the All-Star Race, and one didn't count at the All-Star Correct. Race. I can't, remember where, I can't remember who the other, maybe Bell. It uh, might have been Denny. I can't. It was either Danny or Bell, but one of them, like Danny. one counted at the All Star race and one didn't count at yeah. the All Star race.
0: All right. Next one from Jared Lee 264. What y'all got for silly season news on the spotter stand? What are y'all's plans for next year? What are you doing, Brett? Me? <laughs>
3: I don't know yet.
2: <laughs>
0: I uh, saw Derek. Derek
3: said he's staying at RCR. Derek did announce he's staying at RCR. He announced it or RCR announced it? No, Derek
1: announced it. Did he? Derek no. put it on uh, social media.
3: Yeah. Um, that's a big deal. Yeah. So Derek's at RCR now. So obviously Tyler Reddick leaving RCR. A lot of times when you see the driver move, they take their spotters with them. I mean, that's certainly been the case for me throughout my career, uh, having spotted for Elliot, man. I went where Elliot went, obviously Bubba, you know, if he's going to go where he goes. Dell jr. If, if he'd went somewhere, TJ would have went with him. And, and, and so the more driver movement you see, Jason, the more spotter movement you can see, Derek staying there changes some things up. You know, that that, that definitely matters. I don't know that we see – I think you see three or four spotter changes. On I mean, roof. that that pretty much means Hirsch is staying. I would say that that looks like the signs are Tony Hirschman stays at Gibbs the spot for Ty Gibbs, which is probably solid move. You know, he's had a lot of success there, won championships with Kyle. He's um, been working with – Ty already ain't I think. There, yeah. There's three or four crew chief slash drivers that are actively looking for spotters.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the enlist, I mean, we talk about it. The Noah, Noah Gragson's looking for somebody. Um, so, like, you see movement on guys that move. Um, Noah Gregson right now is Ty Dillon's ride. Ty Dillon, heavily rumored to go into 77 for next year. So, you would think his spot... Like, when you see that, like, to your point, the drivers and the spotters kind of follow each other. So... When the driver moves, that opens up different opportunities everywhere. And I promise you, Tyler wanted Derek to go with him. Um, Derek has a really good deal with RCR and, and he chose to continue that on with Kyle. I mean, Derek Nealon, he's gone from Kyle Larson to Tyler Eddick to now Kyle Bush, probably one of the three of the top, easily top 10 most talented drivers in the sport right now. Um,
3: but uh, yeah. So when I got, he left Larson, I thought he was an idiot. I yeah. was like, you left Kyle Larson? You, the best race car driver out there, you're an idiot. And this worked out well for him.
1: <laughs> Good for him. Um, little Earl. Little Earl. Uh, who else is moving around? And listen, so this is now Tyler's in the market for somebody. And Jason Jarrett's, they are now spotting for the 45, obviously, whether they keep him or not is going to be completely everything. Essentially, 2311, like they did last year with Kurt essentially we'll leave it in the driver's hands whoever the driver wants as long as they don't have some kind of issue with that person the driver's gonna be able to pick his guy and there's i mean there's guys that have contacted me already you know what happens is i'm at twenty three eleven, obviously so now people know tyler's gonna need a spotter so it's guys wow. will contact you about the put the yeah put the the ninjas, the ninjas. uh the ninjas well, you're not are ninja. i guess you are ninja and jason if jason doesn't get it but uh yeah so there's guys that are they are contacting me now but yeah as far as uh me i don't not know coleman though right uh not <laughs> coleman i don't think i <laughs> think he's just gonna stay in the ultimate ninja uh but yeah um i have we'll see after this show maybe but i have agreed to stay at 2311 so actually they have agreed with, to keep you they have agreed <laughs> to it's yeah, more like it stay yeah they they've they've agreed to put up with me for two more years because so when, you, we'll when Denny was in he was he didn't it didn't look too promising for you. It was blank when Denny was here. I, he I had technically haven't. So we've agreed to the deal. I have not signed it yet, so it may get revoked at any moment. But uh, I'm hoping to continue on with Bubba, obviously, for as, as long as we can. Yeah,
3: you know, there was a driver that had a deal on the table, and he didn't sign it quick enough, and they took the deal off the table. You better hurry up. We're, we're just talking about their spotters. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: I think Casey
0: could spot for Tyler next year since Tyler's helping her with the DBC picks this year. would be a fair swap.
2: Yep. Yeah, that's Sounds perfect. Like you should have Freddie.
0: <laughs> Congrats to Jared Lee, 264, on having this week's offer pad question of the week. Congratulations. Right, it's time for us to get to our favorite Xfinity X5 Xfi, more than fast moments from the week. Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. What were your favorite more than fast moments this week, TJ?
2: Uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with, you know, my Xfinity X5 Xfi more than fast moments going to be Josh Berry. He got up there. He's kind of turned into Mr. Las Vegas. Um, Noah had a faster car got you know behind a little bit and you know 10 more laps it might have been a different outcome but you know running the fence like that and being able to stay up there and win the race that's uh that's a product of um staying focused and being fast so that's my affinity
3: more than fast moment the surprise was the JRM cars were pounding the wall how many times did, did Justin Algar hit it it felt like three times hard I give my Xfinity X5 more the fast moment to all three of them. I mean, to run one, two, three at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, to have the speed that they've had. I text Dell Jr. yesterday, congratulations on dominating a race. Uh, the restart at the end, obviously, opened the door for Josh to make the move. Now he's locked himself into Phoenix. Pretty damn good short track racer. I don't know if Phoenix races like short track and Xfinity cars or not, but I think he's going to be your sleeper in this championship battle. But overall, JRM's speed this year has been insane. And, you know, We went through a lot of years where we knew who the fastest car in the field was in the Xfinity Series, and it was always the 54. It didn't matter who was driving it. They were going to be in contention to win the race. It didn't matter if it was John Hunter or Ty Gibbs or Kyle Busch or whoever. It was fast. Mm-hmm. I think JRM has caught the 54 and maybe even passed him because when all three cars go out there and outrun that guy – that speaks to how fast your race cars are. I mean, Noah's
1: been the fastest car consistently all year, I think, and he had that race one if that wasn't for that caution for the 19 car. Um, which, my, which, which is – maybe it should have been a caution. Yeah, that one, I, I, I know they got hammered for it a little bit. That one, that one I is easier one? for me than the 19. 19 off two. The 19 oh, was yeah. completely sideways off a two, and here's what the Never really is. wrecked, though. Never really wrecked, but what happens is he comes down the hill, and as you know, we all know, the fans might not know – it's very hard to see when a car gets below the apron because you're kind of buried behind campers and stuff. So where well, the tower is even lower than we are, and and you see a guy sideways. I mean they're re- they're looking at the headlights from the from the booth. And then he dips down on the apron, and you think he's probably hit the inside wall or at least sitting down there. They put it out, and they see him pop out on the backstretch, and they're like, oh, what the hell? Yeah. So, I mean, that's not an easy call. Sometimes sometimes we can get on him about that one. I don't really have an issue with that one. You can say it. Probably didn't need to be a caution, and I think they would agree with you, but it's I mean, hard to it's hard to make that call in, in real time. What at, if he,
2: at live speed. What if he puts some wheel to it and tries to save the slide, and it comes back yeah, up in front of traffic? Wipes the whole field out? Yeah. Just Or get somebody
1: hurt still, you know what I mean? uh, Uh, My Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. Going to go to Chase Briscoe, man. I I said earlier, these guys are figuring out ways to steal points in these playoffs, and they've put themselves in a better spot than where they started. And uh, you never know, man. Like I said, it would be a big deal if this guy can figure out a way to get to that final four at a track where he's already won this year. Here on Clear, being more than fast is a way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments.
3: You know what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With a speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with a faster internet and a powerful and
1: secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And bartender Ben, don't forget to vote for your favorites. That's right.
0: Thank you to Xfinity Proud premier partner of NASCAR.
3: What an idiot!
0: All right, time for award an idiot. Brett, who you got?
3: Look, Bubba Wallace wrecked the dog food Mm -hmm. out of Kyle Larson yesterday, but he doesn't win my award. My my award goes to people that are on social media tweeting these athletes, not only Bubba Wallace. If you take the time, and look, I've I've tweeted Will Muschamp and told him he sucks because I truly think I've he does. I've seen Doug Campbell do some similar stuff. I've seen <laughs> Doug Campbell DM <laughs> athletes that he thinks sucks, okay? <laughs> we, these guys don't give a f- what we think. They're not catering to us. They're catering to their owners and their sponsors in our world, and obviously in the NFL they're catering to their quarterbacks and their head coaches and, and their team owners. Like, we don't need to be tweeting all this negative shade. We don't need to be throwing shade at all these public athletes because they're literally there. For entertainment purposes in our life, we need to be invested in our sports. We need to love our sports, and it makes me really even matter when it's a college kid because I know what I was doing at 19 years old, and I see them coming. At you know these 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 college football players and college baseball players, like don't go on social media and tweet negative. Don't throw shade to these people. They ask that when you throw shade at me on social media, I block you and I think you're a complete moron. But I'm just telling you, I've done it. Will Muschamp, I don't apologize. Let's do better. <laughs> if you, like, I, I had to drag the old Darf
1: shirt out this morning. TJ TJ said I pulled it out of the bottom of the hamper. Um, it's a little wrinkled. Babe, babe, yeah. babe you got to do a better job folding my shirts, TJ. Yeah, Megan, so, you got to get better at that. <laughs> uh, um, which Megan, I'll tell you, she redid the entire closet the other day. It looks amazing. But um, listen, you can only imagine what my mentions and my, oh. my feed looked like when I got on the plane last night. And I... Don't have a problem with a lot of it. If you are constructive about it and you say that that's bullshit, you think Bubba wrecked that guy on purpose, I can I can have a conversation with you and and we can agree to not, not even agree to disagree, but we can have a logical conversation about it. But when you start bringing in anything that has to do with race or telling me Bubba sucks and he don't deserve to be where he's at, you're an idiot, for one, because... We won the first stage. We're running fourth or fifth when we wrecked. So obviously, I don't think he sucks. And what his race has to do with whatever happened in that race yesterday has nothing to do with the fact that what happened on that racetrack. So if, if you lose all credibility, me, when you go to that area of it, but that's not my wooden idiot. It turns out I'm the idiot this week. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. But you guys can call me an idiot for whatever. Um, but here's my wooden idiot and it's completely unacceptable, and we talked about it last week, and it here pops up again. Mark Martin tweets after the race that he did not see one person from Rouse Fenway Keselowski racing yesterday. So if you were walking around that facility with an RFK shirt on at some point yesterday and did not go over and thank Mark Martin for what he's done for even if you weren't there at the time, if you're first day on the job, the reason why you got a job at Rouse Fenway Racing is because of Mark Martin. Every year they run a Mark Martin throwback paint scheme. I guarantee if we go back and look every year, the six car or one of the cars has some kind of Mark Martin throwback paint scheme. So that's completely unacceptable that that guy was there yesterday and nobody from that company thanked him. Well, what, what did the tweets say exactly? It
3: said like he didn't see one person or something like that from RFK. I was hoping to see some folks from Roush Fenway today, but never did. Wow. Um, look, I, I said last week that the sport needs to care that we were here, us three. If they don't care if Mark Martin was here, they damn sure don't care if we're here. So, nope. so I think this is an opportunity. Not even the sport. That team. That guy I, I, built I know, that but, team. I know, but that's, that's literally what I mean. Like I we, we, we have to do better as a sport because obviously NASCAR had him pacing the field and I love that. NASCAR yeah, had I him. thought that was pretty NASCAR cool. NASCAR had his car out there for the fans to see. I freaking love that. We need that every week. Yeah. There's no reason why what what does it cost to invite Mark Martin to come to the racetrack and pay his travel. A I mean, few thousand Mark, bucks. Why has
2: it got to be Mark Martin? Why not get Ellie at some point? Have
3: him come out. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't need to be the same guy every week. It needs to be no. it needs to be fanfare for whatever. Like, put, put those guys, just to come thank them. That's people, all I'm saying.
1: People were paying I might butcher these numbers, but Chris Monez had a buddy that was like one of his first races live. He's been a fan, but one of his first races, the guy paid hundreds of dollars to sit down for three minutes, I think, and get to ask Mark Martin questions. These people are super excited when they get a chance to, I mean, these are the heroes of our sport, especially Mark Martin, a guy like Mark Martin, but anybody, like, they—they're people want to see these guys back at the racetrack and, and to, to hear that really was really pretty upsetting. That, that was the only thing that kind of distracted me a little bit last night when I was flying home. That kind of pissed me off, but yeah, so, I mean, what a great
3: guy that guy is and love to have him around more. Yeah, here's who should really be And I don't know who this is, and maybe they'll swing at me this weekend. But if you're a social media person for Roush Fenway Racing, how are you not all about Mark Martin? How are you not making videos with this guy? How are you not out there? Like you should. Your whole social media feed the whole weekend should have been about Mark
1: Martin. And the thing that kills me, I don't. I can't remember. I know the guy. I think, but their social media is it's amazing. Like they're probably one of the best in the sport how they handle their social media. So it's just really disappointing and you know obviously that's a it's well, But maybe well, the,
3: maybe the social media I don't know.
1: Maybe he's I mean yeah, I mean it's possible. But I mean they I don't want to come down on their social media guy because I don't either. their social media is outstanding. But to your point, there should have been that dozens of videos and pictures of that six car going around the racetrack. I I even asked Bubba before we lined up, uh, parade laps. There, I said, if Mark wanted to take off right now, how many times do you think he'd lap us today?
3: Like, I mean, that if you just imagine that car against what we were running yesterday. Cool thing about Mark Martin was he was always the first guy on pit road to practice. He was always P one in practice. Like you, he was a guy who couldn't wait to get out there. He was P
1: one in practice every time. Jim,
3: him and Jimmy Finning, man, they had it. They had it figured out.
2: I, I mean, honestly, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know Mark was going to be there. I had no idea. Yeah. So, but I, I, didn't I do either. like the idea of. I mean, I I would have loved to have seen him. I think it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I had no idea Mark was going to be there, but I do think it's great that he was there, and I think it'd be great to get more people that have kind of disappeared yeah. a little bit, bring them back. Jonathan
3: Davenport, his car owner uh, Lance Landers, he and Mark are really tight. If mm-hmm. I would not know Mark was there too, I'd have went and found Mark because I had dinner with Lance a few weeks ago. Like, yeah, no, I man, put put them out there, man. Invite these guys, honor these guys, celebrate these guys because. They paved the way. I mean, they they paved the way for Brad Kazowski to be able to own the team that he's part owner of. Mm-hmm. I mean, without without that, that six car. The first thing you think about,
2: like when you think of Roush, the first driver that you really think about is Mark Martin. Yep. So. TJ, any word an idiots? Oh, I mean, there's one obvious one. Um, you know, you can't be. I'd like to split it, I think. I'd like to give it to, you know, Right hooking people, and I'd like to give it to uh, Chiefs fans that are salty of losing to the Bills. Oh, Just, the Bills beat them. Yeah, and they they, they 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 cover. Was it two and a half? They won by four. Yeah, oh, 4. they game. covered the spread. So on I the get, road, right? It was I at Chiefs tweets. Stadium. Oh yeah. yeah, I get tweets from Chiefs fans, and they're all like, "Oh, congrats on your Week Six Super Bowl. Hang the banner." You don't hear anybody talk like that in Buffalo. If you hear like Josh Allen or any of the players, it's another game. On to the next one, and that's how you know you're salty. So you're an idiot. The Chiefs are missing Cheetah. They're missing something. They They ain't
3: clicking on all the I mean,
2: they're good. They're really good football team still. But, you know, to me, like, take your loss. Like, I actually tweeted back to a guy last night. You just take your loss and – You didn't tweet to Patrick Mahomes? No. (laughs) I think Patrick Mahomes is a great football player, but – He's amazing. He is. And just take your loss. Suck it up. I mean – They would act the same way.
1: How about those Giants? Sneaking
2: Giants up on people. are doing
3: good, yeah. Did they win? Oh yeah. Who they beat? <laughs> the Ravens. Oh, they were a dog too, right? Uh, yeah. One straight been a up. dog
1: been all we all
3: year. I think they've been yeah. a dog. Most of
2: the Giants they're, front office and coaching staff sold bu- from all from Buffalo, uh, so or, yeah. you know where they're able. I love day <laughs> yeah. ball. It's a great. It's dude. I love their locker room stuff. It's cool uh, to see a team get different <laughs> management and just turn into like a fun have. Like they're not even. You look at their roster they're not like, well, this team's going to be good, but they're
1: so, they're having fun. Somebody called them the worst. I, well, how many weeks is it now? Cause it, six. This is so they're 5 and 1, I guess. Somebody called them the worst. Last week they were the worst 4 and 1 team in the history of the sport. Now they're <laughs> 5 and
2: 1.
1: But it's fun <laughs> to see them have that you know that locker yeah. room deal, like when they're walking in the locker room, they're all. I mean, I enjoy it. Listen, I, I don't have awesome. any Super Bowl aspirations for the old G men this no. year, but I mean, I'm I'm happy. I'm, I'm cheering them on. I, I don't know when the shoes gonna drop because I feel like it's coming. Hey, but, but ride the wave. Just man. ride it for now. Ride the wave. All right, let's get to DBC
0: picks because we Dave. have a scandal on our hands. Um, TJ wins DB six at Vegas because he picked Tyler Eddick. He was the second highest finisher because Freddie picked Denny Hamlin for the second time in the playoffs, trying to cheat on us mm-hmm. over there. So he's been disqualified from the Las Vegas
1: uh, DBC picks. So. I think he should be disqualified next time, week, too. This is the second time I've gotten disqualified picking Denny. Yeah. He, he won the race, and he got disqualified, so I lost that win, and now I f-ed
3: up and picked him twice. Yes. Yeah. I idiot. think you should have to pick last, too, for cheating. Nope, no I, chance. Uh, uh, I, do, uh,
2: I do think you should lose
3: your pick or something. You can't pick you, first. You, you Jason, as the
2: official, got to do a better job. <laughs> you, you, you should lose a win, too. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not how that works.
1: Oh, yeah, no, it is. You're, I, you're well, in charge what? of this. Casey also
0: picked Kyle Larson for the second time last week, too. Oh. So you're really on top of it. But I would assume well, at least y'all read your, you all read your uh, graphics and they're grayed out for a reason. And then both of y'all picked this grayed out
2: person. So I uh, think there's penalties here. What is the penalty? You don't Freddy just get loses away with his win. it.
0: TJ, you won. Congratulations. I don't Listen.
3: care,
2: but you got to pay
3: the price for it here.
2: <laughs>
0: he I, does. He lost I win. lost my win again.
3: So Casey and Freddie both pick last. They both cheated. Oh, now I got to pick last? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. How, How do we know right? you
1: cheated? Nope. How do we no, know where you finished? I finished last. I yeah, got disqualified. I mean, when, you I, when lose I your lo- pick? <laughs> I picked first when Denny got disqualified. You don't have a
3: driver, so you when have to Danny pick When Denny got last. disqualified, I picked first. We act like there's millions but of dollars on the line. Denny didn't get disqualified. That wasn't, that you wasn't, you wasn't your did. fault Danny got disqualified. This is your fault. This no, is your fault. Too bad. I'm you first. should know better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is getting contentious. No,
3: no, he doesn't pick first. I, I want to see the committee. I need the committee.
2: I pick Bartender Ben will hear your what do you think? I pick second to last. I think he loses... Martin oh he back. said it I picked,
1: a, I picked second to last That's the appeals committee Casey, right there. Casey did the same thing as me and finished behind me behind so, Second, okay. I second agree. to last I Casey goes last, last. All
3: right. I agree Casey that, also in it's here It's getting
0: contentious <laughs> because the score is uh, Brett has 8 wins and then TJ Freddie and I are all tied with 7 wins With 3 races left and Casey's last with 5 wins So this going? is the closest DBC you. picks has ever been You're welcome for bringing the competition to the table You're welcome
1: that I f***ed up twice Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I f***ed up once Danny f***ed up once
0: We're going to Homestead, and I guess I, by default, will pick
3: first, and I'll go with Kyle Larson. Oh, by Mm. default, somehow. Somehow or another, you ended up picking first. I don't know. (laughs) Because Freddie
0: took me out. from He he knew
3: last week when you picked Denny Hamlin and she picked Kyle Larson, y'all were both going to get disqualified. He knew. This whole thing's a setup. And I knew Freddie was going to wreck a
0: bell and then screw me out of that. Mm. This whole
3: thing's a setup. Brett, next. I don't want to go next. I'm kidding. Man, this is a hard one. I already uh, know who you're picking it ain't that hard I don't I don't know I don't know who I'm picking who am I picking I know who you're picking who would you pick for you or me I'm not telling you because I might pick him <laughs> <laughs> he ain't get it. oh he might get to me oh uh, damn sorry you're having to edit out all this downtime Jason I don't know if I want Truex or if I want Reddick TJ's who would you take Jason um, uh, what is, you can't Jesus.
2: pick a damn driver.
3: <laughs> I will take Tyler Reddick.
1: Yeah, I could have told you that twenty Jesus, minutes ago. Man, you, yeah, you said on last week's show you were saving him for <laughs> Homestead.
3: I mean, that was
2: not oh, hard gosh. to figure
1: out. TJ, man, so
2: X is a good pick here, man, but he hasn't hasn't he tried been to ha- wreck
3: me yesterday. He doesn't have
2: that mojo right now. I'm going to go with Dennis Hamlin,
1: Ray Ross Chastain.
3: Have you already picked him once? Not yet, I do Let's double check.
0: <laughs> and then um, we'll have Casey tweet her pick. She's not aware that she's been uh, disqualified. disqualified. Yeah, so. so
3: let's just give her more. Hey, just, you know what's who, funny? You who was who she picking? Did you know, she not tell she you? She picked Ross. Oh. oh. No, wow. she
1: didn't. Nope. Uh, you know what's nope. funny is <laughs> last week she was going to pick Ross, yeah. and Tyler talked her into picking Kyle. Yeah. And that's why she picked Kyle. And if she would have picked Ross, obviously she would have won. Yeah. What so, an idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. This is getting dramatic as
2: we get to the finish line. She's getting ready to be eliminated out of the championship
1: four. That's why I can't go to
2: <laughs> Big Al's
0: before the race, before the show anymore. All right, going to Homestead, it's back in the playoffs.
3: And what are your expectations for this weekend, Brett? Love this racetrack. It's it's one of my favorite. I'm really excited to see, and I hate the word excited. I, I'm really excited to see us with this car on this racetrack because our mile and a halfs have been, Martin said it's the best racing NASCARs ever had. Is, is this year. I don't agree with that statement, but I do agree that the ovals are very much so improved from, from where we've been in the last 10, 12 years. The mile-and-a-half ovals. Mile-and-a-half ovals. And I, and I think that the progressive banking is a home run. I don't know why more tracks like Texas haven't already migrated to this. It's not like Homestead's a new track. It's been on the schedule for a long time. I think they redid it in like 99 or something uh, when they went away from the flat IRL, IndyCar kind of track and, and migrated toward a NASCAR surface, but... To be thirty minutes from the Keys, thirty minutes to South Beach, to have great weather, hopefully it doesn't rain, knock on wood, and to have this racetrack, it, it one million percent needs to be in the playoff. And to be honest with you, if we're if we're gonna say Homestead or Phoenix over championship, I damn sure ain't picking Phoenix. Homestead every time. TJ, did you go to the test? I did. What'd you all
1: heard? I wasn't at the test. I heard that we may expect a lot of attrition in this race. I heard you kind of have to run the wall, and if you get up there and hit the wall, we've seen these cars might not have the strongest suspension parts. Uh-huh. Uh, there was there was guys I know they I know everybody that drove the 45 that weekend hit the wall with it. You know uh, I think John Hunter was there, Ty was there, and Bubba was there. They all to quote unquote wrecked it at some point i heard there was a lot of guys that had damage that week of or two days of testing so i'm, I'm i'll be interested to see because it sounds to me like you're gonna have to be on the wall like preferably to be on the wall to make a lot of speed um so it'll be interesting to see you know how that goes and how that translates but i mean you were there so you might know a little bit honestly it was a little weird um
2: it wasn't as against the wall there was definitely speed there but it wasn't as dominant as i thought it would be um it was weird. I mean, I thought everyone would be right against the fence, then it kind of moved down a little bit. You just couldn't. Which we've seen that a little bit. We've seen like that a little like bit. To, this the, car to the dash, just, that top dash. Yeah, this not car. Seam, I should say. Just doesn't seem. It's it's fast on the wall, but it's not the old-style old, old style car fast. The other car just seemed to get there and, and carry more speed. Yeah, I mean, the, the old car, you would run paper. paper but yeah, You were hauling ass, too, yeah. though. This one doesn't seem to have. It's, it's competitive still. But it doesn't have that dominant effect. Like the leaders this week, where'd they run? Middle, bottom, they're you know, in the past at Vegas, when it track was hot, they're against the fence. You know, so um, and that's and that's really car because we've seen a lot of guys on the fence on Saturday. It's know? gonna be fast. I mean, obviously you're not gonna run the bottom. So there's yeah. gonna be people moving up. Um, it's gonna be all over the track like Homestead is normally. It's a great race it, it
3: seems like to me, and I and, and look, the stages they kind of screw this up, but it seems like to me when we get to that thirty plus lap window is when these cars actually are a little harder to drive and, and they're the, the right rear's falling off of them or right front I or wish whatever. you could burn the right rear off like, it and let two I I, I I would love to see some really long runs here, oh. but but you know we didn't see any yesterday because guys, I mean I watched and, and within a five lap span, uh, Ty Dillon pounded the wall down the back stretch, no caution. Twenty one car pounded the wall on the front stretch, no caution, and then the ninety nine wrecked and went through the grass, caution. Like and, and that's the point where these guys had some laps on their stuff. Like I I love seeing longer runs and mm-hmm. and and it. Puts it back in the driver's hands. I think this is a driver's racetrack. If we get there and we see a bunch of parity, it tells you that this car is easy to drive. Yeah, and hopefully um, hopefully Denny has his motorhome
2: there this week and doesn't check into Kevin Haleman's hotel room. What happened? You remember that? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I heard th- at at the about test, this this week. At the test, we get done testing, and we get, uh, Kevin goes to his hotel, and he <laughs> checks in his room. Oh, here's my day. Here's your key goes up to his room, he says, worst nightmare. Someone's bag's laying there, and you see his feet hanging out at the end of the bed. It was Denny? And he said there was like a little wall that you could see over the bed. Yeah. He said his head flips up. His head comes up and looks over the door. It's Denny. <laughs> yeah, I bet Denny's like, what the hell are you doing in my room? Denny went to the wrong hotel and just said last name Hamlin. Oh, here you go. <laughs> and, uh... That's, that's awesome. And then, um... How am I not heard about this? Kevin went to Denny's hotel and checked in across the street. So... <laughs> But do you imagine both their faces? Like Kevin yeah. walks in and sees
3: a bag. Denny, his door opens up. <laughs> that's three idiots. Well, no, actually, it's only two. Denny and whoever ran the front desk. <laughs> yeah, hopefully his uh, motorhome's there. What are the odds that you go to the wrong hotel and they still give you a key? With, with, the, with the same name. The same last know? name. Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Race team, same thing. I mean, Hamlin, oh, here you go. There you go, Mr. Hamlin. <laughs> I mean, that's the first time in 18 years I've ever heard that happen. So That's pretty epic.
0: All right, thank you to our presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Make sure you watch the DBC TV show. airs at 7 p.m. Eastern on MAV-TV.
3: Triple header. Watch the triple header this weekend.
0: Yeah. That's a big deal. Subscribe to our Dirt Mill Media's YouTube page for a lot of videos from the show. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We haven't got a new one of those in a while, so go leave a review over there. Yeah, please. And uh, let us know what you think.
3: We out, holla.
2: Word. See ya.
0: Big to Mir- Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook and
4: Instagram. Keep coming, Keep coming, bud. Dirty Mo. You're going to do it, you're going to win it. You're going to win it.